you know, like, did I just have the blinkers on? And yeah, whatever, whatever. And do you really want the relationship? Because we're always on about the other person. Oh, well, do they really want a relationship? Did you want a relationship, Peter? All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm really excited about this podcast, actually, guys, because, you know, I think it's this, this one really comes down to how self-aware we are. This actually might be a quite a short podcast, too, I have to say, because it should be fairly self-explanatory. Like, this is about making mistakes in relationships. Why we make them. Why do we constantly, constantly, over and over again, go out with the same type of person? Why are we attracted to them? Is it some weird little dark fetish we have where we just want to burn ourselves to the ground because deep down we don't believe we deserve the people you know like it's it's mad really it's it's mad because i think we all been here right we've all been here we've all been here and and like for me even if over my you know like guys Anybody that listens, listens to the podcast here, you know that I'm quite an honest guy. You know, I try and be straight fucking shooter. And Lord knows I've made so many bad mistakes over the years going out with the wrong type of girl. And, you know, what I've managed to get to a situation now where before we get into the article here now, guys, that's what we're going to be calling out here today because it's a good one, I think. It's very fascinating. What I feel, like what I've learned over the past is that because I'm trying, at least anyway, trying to be self-aware and learn and improve every day, that the self-awareness is giving me the understanding of where I'm going with my pattern, let's say, right? In other words, finding the right girl or why am I not attracted to this girl? I mean, this girl's perfect for me. Oh my God, what am I doing? I've just thrown it all away or yet you've just no interest in the first place. And is it down to something that we've just we feel we don't deserve it are there something that we don't like about ourselves and subconsciously we hang on to this therefore because we don't feel we're we're deserving of of a good relationship we're just not attracted to it in the first place then you know like there was a one girl well many of you know i was i ended up going out with a lesbian <laughs> You know, every time I say it out loud, I swear, to, I swear to God, I'm like, what the hell? And you know, guys, I had a feeling that she was a lesbian. I absolutely did. I, I There was just something not right about her. And, you know, and I think I actually liked her more because I wasn't looking for a relationship deep down. But really, I was just trying to convince myself that I did. So I could be the good guy and, you know, and oh, everything's good and... Yeah, Peter does want a relationship, so I was kind of in a stupid-ass way, trying to convince myself I'm a good guy, I'm not scared of a relationship. But I was doomed before day... I was doomed from day one anyway. I was fucked. It was over before it even started. And I think there's a part of us that a lot of us have that in us. Do you know? Now, maybe I'm wrong, guys, you know, and please... 
don't uh, don't take my word for this, Jesus Christ. But I think there's a lot to this too. It, it, I think it's really very important to be self-aware. Now, for me, I got to a stage where because I was self-aware and where self-awareness got me, it got me to a stage where I didn't click into knowing that the girl was wrong for me, okay? I obviously kind of, I think, really just buried it, right, subconsciously. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to do this, do that. But then when the shit hit the fan, I did get out. Now, okay, I went back to her once more, but still, it only lasted nine months. It didn't last very long. And I think really, you know, call that a short relationship, call it a long relationship, in the whole scheme of things, it, that's a short relationship. And that's breaking up with each other and then getting back with each other again after a couple of months break. So it didn't last very long. So I think there's a, there's a lot to that. But the self-awareness got me to a stage where once I knew, oh, Jesus Christ, this is not good, and it hit me in the face that she's not into men. Well, then that was it. Job done. Problem solved. Game over. Elvis has left the fucking building. And that did really... And quite honestly, I think it was a really, really good thing for, 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 for it to happen to me, too, because I always say it's kind of like, well, as, as many of you know, I've come from a racing driver background, and I think it's good in relationships and dating, you need to, quote, crash the car. I've said this a couple of times on different episodes, and because it's kind of like racing where you don't know where the limit is until you actually fucking go too quick into a corner you know like as a racing driver guys your job is to push the car right get out. i need to go as fast as i can through this corner what gear is it is there going to be good grip is it is it full speed is what is it there's always the calculating to figure out but sometimes you don't know what the limit is until you actually push it okay this is almost full speed, this corner, but you know what? I don't know until I actually try. And it's only until you try it full speed, you'll either crash the car or you might go wide and you go, oh, geez. you might have a close one. But again, it's only finding the limit because you need, you need to go over the limit to find the limit. That's what I feel a lot of the time. And I think dating can be the same type of thing with yourself. You know, if you're self-aware, crash the fucking car. If you're not sure of somebody, go out with them. See what happens. Because eventually, if you're the problem or they're the problem, you're going to find out pretty soon the, the, the signs. The signs are going to be screaming at you. You know what I'm trying to say? So anyway, let's, 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 keep, let's go on to this article. It's quite fascinating. So it's an article by Forbes, actually. Now, I won't say who it is. But so they say here, the guy says, many people arrive in therapy seeking answers to a relationship that's gone wrong. They say things like, we were so good in the beginning. What did I do to cause things to change? I keep replaying our last conversation in my head. I still don't know where it came from or how to respond. I simply can't get over the thought that this whole thing was somehow my fault. And you know, guys, sometimes it is all our fucking fault. But again... You gotta crash the car sometimes. So he's saying here, searching for answers when a relationship is on the rocks or recently has ended is a normal response. I mean, it is. And I think too, when we look for a a reaction, uh, sorry, not a reaction, when we look for an answer, like, don't get me wrong, by the way, now, guys, right? You can go out with somebody, and I went out with this girl eight, nine years ago, 
And she was the nicest little thing when she was around. And all of a sudden, when she was around her friends, whoa, mega bitch. Like, she was literally so cold with me. She was looking at me like I was a piece of shit. And then all of a sudden, when her friends weren't around, she was back to being Mrs. Little Sweetheart. So the thing is, you can get conned into it too, you know? I, I never saw that with this girl. I never saw it. From day one, I saw her with, with just her and hanging out with her. had a great time. She was the sweetest little thing. But then, bang, her friends showed up. So it it's not always our fault either. You can get fucking conned into believing someone else is someone else than they, than they are. You know? So I think so quite a bit of the time, we got to give ourselves a bit of leeway here too. You know, who the fuck are we? We're not perfect. We don't know. Jesus. Like, you know, and now even this article, they're saying the mistake rumination scale. Rumination? I don't even know what that word means. Psychologists have designed various instruments to assess an individual's tendency to become bogged down or stuck in destructive thought patterns. Now, that's what I was kind of getting to, guys. I think we got to sort, we got to look inside ourselves. I know that sounds maybe corny, but we really do. Do we really feel that we deserve a relationship? Are we just in this relationship to just make ourselves feel a little bit better when really we we don't want to admit to ourselves that we don't want a relationship? Because that would bring guilt and pressure and like, geez, what's wrong with me? Right, so we don't want to feel that. Therefore, we'll convince ourselves we want the relationship and go out with the worst person that we can find. Now, let, let me say that again. We'll go out with the worst person person we can find because you know it's all doom and gloom and hey if you get fucked over well you're not the one fucking someone over or maybe you cheated on somebody maybe you were a bad person in a different relationship and you've 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 carried that guilt along with you into this next one so therefore well hey if they cheat on me well then you know at least i'm not the only asshole out there in the world Makes sense, right? It makes like it, if you actually think about it, it makes complete sense why you can feel this way over guilt. So here they say in their article, to gauge your propensity for getting stuck on things that have gone wrong, read through the following seven questions and ask yourself how often if they apply to you. Okay, so here we go. So number one, when you make a mistake, to what extent do you tend to think, how could I be so stupid? Well, I've been there. I think everybody's been there, haven't we? That we should have seen the signs. Well, I think when we say that to ourselves, we really did know. You know, we really did know. But again, we just put our head in the sand. That's why we're screaming out, how could I be so fucking stupid? Number two, when you make a mistake, to what extent do you tend to think, why can't I stop making mistakes like this? Well... Are you still carrying tremendous guilt around with you? Do you still feel after you, you let's say, example, you, horrend- you treated somebody really bad and you now you feel guilt, haven't you got rid of the guilt yet? Are you going to forgive yourself? Do you know? And I think a good way of forgiving yourself is actually forgiving other people, actually, who have done wrong on you. Do you know what I mean? Like, instead of ignoring them when you, when you walk past the street, maybe stop and say hello to them. Maybe that will be your antidote for forgiving yourself. You know, it's kind of like, if you want respect, 
give respect. If you want love, give love. If you want to have some friends, be friendly. And if you want to forgive yourself, well, maybe it's the same thing. Maybe not. But forgive others. You know? Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, number three. When you make a mistake, to what extent do you tend to think about the mistake and wish it had gone better? Well, you see, I think that's a good thing. You know? I do think that's a good thing. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I like to analyze things. I like to analyze things to death. Now, there's a pro and con to that. But I think it can be very, very beneficial for a lot of people. Like, if you feel like you're an overthinker, well, be an overthinker. Think it to death. In fact, wear yourself out. I always feel like, again, back to the crash in the car. Crash the car. Exhaust yourself. Because then your your brain will finally go, Jesus Christ, this is a lot of work. I'm getting nothing out of this. Whereas instead of it just festers on you, it's sort of, it's always just there, but you always say, no, 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 I'm not going to think about it. I say, actually, 100% fucking think about it. Go the whole way down. Knacker yourself. Get it out of your system. Your brain will finally realize, huh, this is getting me nowhere. This is exhausting. I don't want to do this anymore. And then your brain will look for other ways to try and get around, to get around things. Do you know? Number four, when you make a mistake, to what extent do you tend to think, why do I make mistakes that other people don't make? Well, you can't put, I mean, I don't know if I've ever actually said that to myself about a relationship. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. But that, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Don't you think? That's a lot of pressure here, guys. Like, how the fuck do we know that no one else has made that mistake before? bullshit there's been so many people that have made the same type of mistakes i've made other people have made in relationships it always happens it's always the same thing we always get into these patterns and a lot of people are very very similar a lot of people just don't fucking admit it do you know and i get it it's hard to admit some things that we've done in the past where jesus how could i've been so fucking stupid i get it 100 percent It's hard to admit it. But the moment you admit it to yourself, oh man, oh man, that is the start of healing, my friends. Number six, when you make a mistake, to what extent do you tend to think, why couldn't I have seen this coming and have found some way to avoid it? Well, like I'm saying, I think you actually wanted the pain the hardship, the badness out of it. I think that's exactly what you signed up for. Crash the car. Crash the car. Number seven. When you make a mistake, to what extent do you tend to think, I'm not going to let other people know about this? Well, that's kind of tying out with number five, right? Like, yeah. Like, I think you should own up to this. You know, number one, you got to admit it to yourself. Number two, if you start to open up to someone and say, yeah, like, do you know the way sometimes that we can have like that scenario where we're thinking about something, we think we know it inside out, but then the moment you actually say it out loud, you kind of see it differently then? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) So I think that it, it can actually free you up. It can free you up. Like, the guys, there's there's stuff on the podcast here. I'm not going to lie here. Like, some of this podcasting for me has been therapeutic. There's been a lot of stuff that I... Not that I wouldn't admit out loud. No, because I obviously have now. But, you know, I said to myself, go there. Say it. 
free yourself up. Fuck it, everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. You know? So, okay. Uh, let's see. Two solutions, guys, we're gonna do- we're gonna go through before we wrap it up. Number one, flex your perspective, taking muscle. Interesting. People who get caught up in a cycle of relationships, rumination and overthinking can often benefit from a change in perspective. Well, okay, I don't agree here fully. For instance, instead of thinking, how did I cause this problem to happen and how can I fix it? Try flipping the script to what position our frame of mind was my partner in to cause them to act like this. You see, I don't agree with that. Because it's all about us at the end of the day. They always say that in psychology. It's all about us, how we feel, right? So I think you, you got to look in yourself. Why did I take this shit? You know? Now, I get it too, because you kind of want to make sense of what the fuck. And I get it. You know, you can get some hurtful scenarios and you're so overwhelmed with the emotion of it. Even though we wanted to bring it on ourselves, we're so overwhelmed by it that you just don't know where to start of thinking. But that's what I would say. Number one, did I want this? Did I really want this? Could, would, could this have been so obvious to see that he or she was bad for me here from day one? You know? Like, did I just have the blinkers on and yeah, whatever, whatever. And do you really want the relationship? Because we're always on about the other person. Oh, well, do they really want a relationship? Did you want a relationship? That's what I'd be asking myself here. And then number two, make a radical change. Sometimes it's our environment, routine, and the people we surround ourselves with that keep us fixated on an unhelpful thought. One way to break out a destructive pattern is therefore to make a radical change to your lifestyle. This could mean any number of things. Taking a break from social media, seeking out the counsel of a qualified mental health professional, committing to a new exercise routine, taking a vacation, finding a new job, moving to a new town or city. Well, Jesus, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Moving to a town or city. Is this a a psychologist? Fuck me. I wouldn't be saying moving to a new city. No, then again, look, maybe you're on your last straw and you're, you're kind of done with the place. That's understandable. But I wouldn't be packing up your bags because you broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, come on, give me a break. Jesus. <laughs> and you've been perfectly happy in your same city. No. So, guys, I would just say the solution here is... Ask yourself, did you really want to be with this girl or guy? Do you really think that you thought this was going to work with all the signs that they gave you from day one? Do I, do, does Peter really want a relationship? Did I set this up for myself so it would end in doom? And therefore, I'm the victim. I'm the poor one. Peter's got his heart broken. Oh, this and fucking that. Not that I look for sympathy off people, but at least maybe you're looking for it for yourself to make yourself, oh, I'm human, thank God, after all. Thank God. That's what I'd be saying. Because it is a pattern that we get into. It is a pattern that we get into. And until we know what the pattern is, we can't fucking change it until we know. Anyway, guys, I hope that helps. 
believe me, I've made this mistake quite a few times in my life. And being self-aware, I'll just leave it with this. Being self-aware really, really helps. You may, you, and just like me, you may still make the same mistake, right? Even if you're getting to be very self-aware about yourself. But you'll probably catch yourself midstream or when things go bad, you go, oh, holy shit, I didn't see this. What the fuck is that? Do you know what I mean? You'll, you'll probably catch yourself very quick when something then does go bad if you've managed to let it get through to you already. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening today. We'll be back with more. Peter. Wah, 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 wah.